Hi, I'm Liana Laporto-Brown. And I'm Claire Hughes. And we are the founders of the Women in Estate Agency group on Facebook. We have decided to launch a podcast to highlight the challenges that women face in our industry. We hope to help you navigate through some of these challenges that you face in a state agency. We'll be interviewing lots of people and finding out about their stories and see if we can help some people out there. We hope to talk to as many property professionals as possible. So go and grab a cup of tea or maybe something stronger and hope you enjoyed the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our latest uh, Women in the State Agency podcast. Today, we're so excited to have as our guest Stephen Brown, which, although he probably needs no introduction to many of you, he is um, Stephen Brown of SJB Consulting, and he's also one of the founder men- uh, members of Agents Together. So welcome, Stephen. So thanks so much for joining us today. Um, we're really looking forward to this. It's a real honour to be asked. So thank you both. Um, I'm in great. I'm I'm in great company, and I think um, what what you are doing um, is just amazing. And having the support network and group women in property, I think it's great. Um, and I wish you massive success. And I know I speak to a, a lot of people in property, and I'm constantly putting them your way. Um, you. you know, to oh, give you. them. To give them a help that should be getting but they're not getting out there but at least i know they're in a very safe environment with some really exceptional um women in property that i know will support them help them and guide them and give them great advice thank you stephen thank and you. we're so excited to have you on our podcast and as i mentioned it's it's opening the conversation and bringing men into the conversation yeah. and you know it, it, that's when it becomes even stronger and I think you've been in this industry for a while if you could do, then give us a little bit of a load but I'm sure you've seen some challenges that that women face around you and you've also been through an incredible you know loss recently but everything that you contribute to the industry we're um yeah, as you know, I'm a big fan. So thank you for your support. And as you said, women don't didn't really, well, don't really have role models in the industry. But I think that's changing fast. And this group, although we did have at the beginning a little bit of negativity because it's a closed group, but women just don't talk in the same way in front of men. But I, I, it's, it's brilliant to have you on because you will you just give fuel to the conversation and um, to the cause. So thank you for joining us today. No, you're well. You're you're welcome. Look, I've been in the property industry for thirty six years. Um, so I started. Uh, I literally started when I left school. Um, so I've seen loads of changes in the industry. I think the industry now is in a lot better place than it was. Um, I've come across the most incredible, inspirational um, women in the industry. Um, I think mainly through um, Property Mark. Um, you know, if I look at all the uh, the chair people, and I don't know what you know the right what the right word is. So I'm sorry if I offend anybody. <laughs> and I don't. I don't. I don't mean to be. But you know, I look at um, Katie and Lauren and. Liana and Maxine and you know there's so many ex um and then you look you've got Harry and you've got Sophie and you've got and Valerie Bannister and, she's a force to be reckoned with 
Yeah. So, you know, there's so many exceptional people. Um, and then I met um, Emma Vigus and you've got Sarah Edmondson from Agents together. Um, and I've got a few um, ladies in my uh, couple of mastermind groups that I have. And I think the dog's going to join me in a second as well, desperately <laughs> trying to get in. So ex- excuse me, um, knocking on the door. Um, but... <laughs> I, you know, I enjoy having um, women in my mastermind group. I don't think personally I have enough um, in the group. I would like to get more in there. But I like the different um, perspective um, that women um, give in the group and see things. So why things do you think from... that is, Stephen? Sorry to interrupt. Sorry to jump in there. But why do you think that more women are not putting their names forward and not joining the mastermind group? Um. Again, it could be a few things. It could be time. I mean, you know, we've spoken or um, we spoke off there about juggling and, and stuff like that. And, you know, when Sam ill um, and Sam literally could not get out of bed, um, I find I found that incredibly hard. She couldn't walk down the stairs. Um, and I was, I was effectively a house husband, a dad, a breadwinner, a cleaner, a cook. You you have three boys, don't you, Stephen? I think the internet might have technology my... nowadays. You, you froze, you froze then, Stephen. For a little bit, Stephen. Oh, sorry. So, you know, I'll go back. So when um, Sam wasn't well, um, she couldn't get out of bed. Um, so effectively, I was... Uh, house husband a dad a cleaner a cook a not very good cook so most mostly all takeaways <laughs> to be honest and that's why i've got an incredible son who looks after me a dad a breadwinner um so i got to see most probably from a different perspective um what life is like and you know how you have to juggle things um and um so i've got total ad- admiration for what women do. I mean, it's incredible. So you you often hear <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> there you go. You often it's crazy. <laughs> but it's real, isn't it? Makes it more real. So that's you what often happens. hear people people saying that um, women are better at juggling. And I think what you've just said proves that men are men can do the juggling just as well. It's just a, historically and as a society, it, we just expect, or women expect, or society expects women to do more of the juggling. So we say, people say women are better at it, but they're just, they're, they're more likely to be the ones that do it. All those caring roles, those um, practical household roles, they tend to take them on, but men can do them just as well as you, you, you know, you've proved through the most harrowing of times as well, under awful, awful circumstances. Yeah, look, it was, it's challenging. It's, you know, it, it's it's hard. Um, and um, so look, I was incredibly grateful for Sam because, you know, I worked, I worked really, really hard. So if it wasn't for Sam, um, you know, I, Sam brought up our three boys incredibly well. Um, and I'm incredibly grateful for how she looked after them. Um, because I was working really hard and my youngest Joel about four years ago um, had real well-being issues um, 
and he didn't go to school and we had to take him out of school and we had to take him into another school and reintegrate him into that school. And Sam, and I don't know, again, I didn't have the patience. I just thought, right, come on, man up, sort it out. You know, you can sort it out. And Sam had the patience and I've learned now. So again, this is, I suppose, one of my one of my learnings, how to deal with things in a in a different way. But Sam showed the empathy and the care and the sympathy that he needed. Yeah. Um, and that and that and that taught me a lot. Um and now he is the most incredible. I mean, it's like having a mini Sam actually. And I was ashamed and I was ashamed to say mm. that I actually didn't know my son because of how hard I worked. Um and um it was only since sam passed away that in the last you know year i've got to know him and i've got to know what a wonderful human being he is wow. so you know i totally admire you know how I, in fact at times i don't know how sam did it so you know if i take sam as a person and then i look at you know what all you fantastic ladies are doing in your role and how you juggle and liana you know you're literally president of um you know property mark and you're up and down the country you've got a couple of you know you've got a couple of kids as well claire your journey and your story is is amazing as well you know what you've been through and what you're giving back and helping the industry um is is just amazing so what you do is incredible should it should it be like that no will it change it will because of what we do well hopefully and one of the um well mine i suppose the, the first podcast we did we we interviewed uh ben moore and uh becky uh, um and they have a four-year-old daughter and we, the question we asked at the end was what would you wish for your daughter growing up so when she goes into the workplace and Becca's response was that was for her for Esme to say you had a women's group why did you need a women's group because it's like it's we're people so hopefully yeah. in 20 years time look back and just think I think we've made strides forward to what it used to be. Certainly when I had was thinking about joining the industry, I mean, it, there, was, there weren't a lot of women in sales. Um, and when we speak, and this is why, it's some of the women in the group were told you can't be a valuer because women aren't good enough to go out and value. And now she's, at, she's, you know, she's absolutely smashing it. And she's one of the top valuers in the region. And then when you look at the, um, you know, just there are various examples and we can see that there's a small change, that there's a shift. Um, but we want to be in a position where things do change because then the, the Alice Thompson case, when you look at the comments and you see that these are, you know, these are the there are people out there that still think and they are in, in a in a really misogynistic way and they are running the bigger companies. So um I'm sure I mean you've been an agent for all these years and you know you've been through tough times and you've come through and I'm sure in your career you've looked and you've seen that that's that women uh, find uh, it's more challenging to get the senior roles. Um, I'm, I'm just thinking back. So I left Green Company 10 years ago. Okay. And I'm just thinking, I cannot think whether 
and I don't think there was whether we had any women directors. Yeah, doesn't okay. surprise me. And actually, if you look at now, let's take the Savills. Savills women used, weren't they, for um, when that when that guy tweeted about um, missing the, the the penalties, and you know, then somebody went onto the Savills website and you looked at all the you know the the key positions there, um, and there weren't. Um, so, you know, I suppose the question is. Um, you know, from your point of view, you know, one, I suppose, I, I think the people that I've got in my mastermind group are exceptional. So, you know, I've got people like Michelle Gallagher. Oh, she's um, brilliant, uh, isn't she? Who, who's fantastic. I've got Sasha Martin. Um, got Laura Howie. I've got um, Jeanette um, Squire. So they bring a different perspective for me. Um, and I much prefer than get myself in trouble that they're there than they're not there. And I want to get more because in one group, I think I've only got two, whereas in the other group, I've got four or five. And this is out of maybe 12 to 14 people. And to me, that's not enough. You know, I want to try and find more. And, you know, you asked the question earlier, why do I think? Um, and I don't know, is it, I mean, I think you're the best person to ask because I mean you are Mrs. Juggler. I mean, I honestly, I honestly, I honestly do not know how you manage to fit everything in, you know, um, and still have time for you know what what you do, which is incredible. So you know, I think I, I think you, I think you are an example of how it can work. Okay, and I think it's. People most probably um, should be looking up to people like you. Think actually, you can do it. Um, you know, I look at Sarah Edmondson, who I think is an absolutely incredible, inspiring lady, and what she's doing at Agents Together is just is just amazing, absolutely yeah. incredible. Um, and they're you know going back to all the people that I know through Property Mark. You know, you do the most inc inc incredible job. Um, but you have, but you know, from my I, experience, when yeah. Sam passed away, I see how much you, you know, women have to juggle. I, I think, um, I think it's, uh, it's, it's just doing. I, the answer is, I don't think any woman that's functioning at the level with everything going on that has to juggle as much really knows how they do it. They just, it just, you do it by being really organized. But it's also just doing things that you love because when you don't enjoy doing something or you're in a difficult situation in a job that doesn't support um, who you are as a person, then it just makes everything so much harder. Um, so it's right now it's because I'm doing a lot of what I love to do, um, but finding that balance and the initial years were really tough. And I suppose those are the changes that we want to see. And now there has been a shift in working patterns and our industry really can support um you know there's, there's just thinking about it if you want thing freehold houses who is going to give you those freehold houses is standing at the school gates it's having those conversations but our industry was so con is so conditioned about being at your desk doing your you know mm -hmm. doing your what sales chasing between two and four doing your calls at this time you can't drop the kids off at dropping the kids off you're going to make friends with the parents 
that have the houses to sell. So it's just because it's yes, it's just it, this change is societal. But we we you know we could we could benefit from um, the skills, and we're losing so much talent in 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 our industry because we, we don't have those role models that can that that show that it is possible and you can do it. Um, Stephen, you, go, are definitely, to, you are definitely oh. one of those role models. Thank you, Stephen. <laughs> I, I'll, yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll let you know at the end of my presidency how. <laughs> it's not, not long now, Leanne. Stephen, going back to your uh, uh, Green Coat days, and you said that there, there were not, in your recollection, there weren't any female uh, directors. Do you think there had been um, an unconscious? decision not decision obviously it's unconscious so it's not a decision but an, an unconscious bias I suppose so they automatically assumed that the women in the company either wouldn't be um, as available to go on to those senior roles so they just get overlooked. Or they assume that they're going to have a family right that's something yeah. that we accounted a lot that's up to the age of 40 you're overlooked for promotions. No I would like to think not. No, but um, with hindsight if you look back. With, 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 I mean, look, looking back, you know, we had a lady there called Summer. Um, Summer was desperately trying to have kids, couldn't. Um, we supported as much as we could, gave her as much time off as she can. Um, she then did. Um, she then took time off and she came back because she had the passion and she wanted to do it. Um, if Summer was good enough, would she would she, would she be made of a director? I think, yeah. I think if people are good enough, then there should be no reason to stop them. I mean, I think now, you know, if you look at tennis and you look at Wimbledon, um, there was a big difference in um, what the um, males would get prize money compared to the ladies um, and that's being changed and I think people I think people are seeing that now um, and I think there's a another lady that you may well know that I've been following from afar um, called Claire um, that works somewhere in Lincoln Grimsby area Scunthorpe area um, Claire who, and yes you know and I'm seeing yeah, you know what she amazing. what she's what she's doing and you know you're right about flexibility now i think we live in a totally different different world we live in a digital world where actually people's expectations are that whoever it is you're around 24 7 you know so you know i can get an uber and it's here within two minutes i can uber, order an amazon order and it may be here within an hour so people's expectations are different and people's working hours are different you know, so for me, if somebody said to me, look, could you come around at eight o'clock in the evening and give me a sales advice meeting, then I would do. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, why shouldn't people um, have the opportunity to go and pick their their kids up from school? Um, you know, that's 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 important. You know, and you and I, I, th I think now you're right. You can change things and it shouldn't be up to the grey hair people who sit at all these property mark meetings in their suits, you know, saying it. Um, I suppose it would be nice to go to these meetings. And in fact, you've been to the regional meetings to see whether there's actually been a change. And there's less grey hair people in pinstripe suits and shoes that's been described um, there. And 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 it is more and it is more of a mix happening now. I mean, you know, you know more, you know more than me. Um, but you know, I see I see loads of exceptional women going back to my Green and Co days. 
Um, I would I would hope we would have given somebody. I'm just trying to think of the people um, that were ladies that were in positions. So we we had lettings managers, we had yeah. sales valuers, um, but we but we didn't have um, directors um, that were ladies. The first director I can think of was there when I first joined, thirty odd years ago, um, and then she left and and set up her own business. So I know there was a there was a lady director out of the three. So so let's hope that it's it you know the 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 concept behind the hours and how the job needs to be performed can that there can be there's shift but i think if you know again going back to it if covid has done anything it's really showed um people that you can you can work at different times and you don't have to have that those completely restrictive conventional hours um Stephen, I mean, what, what, having experienced it and having been the person that had to juggle everything and having to, to look after your wife, um, do you feel that there was anything that, you know, that any, like, could, could you feel any, any changes or like, you know, going through that situation, was there anything that could have supported you or what, like, what, what changes do you think can happen within our industry to support somebody that, does everything is it just flexibility it's just having um going doing your own thing not having not working for a big corporate bill or do you think there has to be a whole shift like a massive societal shift that that allows people to have both you know work I life actually and, i actually and, thinks it depends on the culture of the agency that you work for um so for example you know when sam was first diagnosed um sam had four major surgeries and what she called spa days which were chemo and radiotherapy which were so she had 31 of those so you know my md i worked part-time for nine months so mm. you know, i got given that flexibility now i would assume wrongly or rightly but you know if that happened to uh, a woman that that would be exactly the same thing. There wouldn't be any discrimination. So oh, I was I given that flex that I was given that flexibility yeah. to work. You know when I wanted to do what I wanted. Um, support wise, um, I think if you've got a business that gives that's got an incredible culture, I think you will get that. I think you will get that support whether you're a man or a woman. You should, if it's in the culture. If it's not, then you're working for the wrong company, in my opinion. And you should be thinking about leaving and maybe you know obviously you've got a lot of the self-employed models now that give you that opportunity to have that flexibility um i think a lot of the there's a lot of agents now that actually are starting to give that flexibility to their colleagues as well yeah um, that's a really you know, hard thing to do make that decision to either move on or as a business give that flexibility because that flexibility means trusting that your, your employee is going to be working when it, they're not at the office, so to speak. But then that all brings back the loyalty and the, you know, the, again, you know, it, it makes you more loyal to your company and your brand if they are giving you this yeah. flexibility. And I think um, companies out there need to create that culture to help um, with, both, to be honest, both men and women 
yeah. um, and to make yeah, a difference okay. because, um, you know, if I look at my story, you know, if I suppose I work for myself, so I so, you know, in a way, I'm fortunate that I could choose when to work and not to work. And actually, in all honesty, um, you know, money means nothing. You know, I would much rather have Sam with me um, every single day of the week. You know, I'd rather have her by my side. I'd rather have her, you know, holding my hand the whole time. Um, but, you know, I don't. But at least I have the flexibility that working for myself, yeah. that I was around when I wanted to lockdown in a way was a blessing for us because I have the three boys here and Sam got her wish you know she wanted to pass away at home she wanted to pass away with all her family and and we did that um you know so would I have had the flexibility if I was working with the company you know no. most probably not but I had special wasn't the right I wouldn't call it memories you know that I want but at least I had memories where you know I could go upstairs you know I could finish this zoom call go upstairs and she may be lying in her bed but at least you know we could sit we could you know try and have a conversation chat we could hold hands whatever so I think flexibility is really really important um juggling wise um I mean I needed support to be perfectly honest um and in the end you know I can cope um, just before the last couple of weeks. It was just too much um, emotionally, um, trying to do absolutely everything. I actually stopped work. Um, yeah, well, listen, it's not, it's not, yeah, you know, it was a massive thing you've been through and you've managed to turn it into this positive where you are raising money and the computer for schools and as our listeners if you know any completion it's 10 pounds isn't it and you, you know you've it's it's a movement practically and for you to do that from passing through this experience because it must have been so hard and I can imagine that you just you're a bit on autopilot aren't you and you just can't work you can't do anything and then you just have to pick yourself up and and move on well the computer for schools gives me um a focus and it gives me a purpose and um, as of today, I think we're just under 104,000 raised and 952 tablets and laptops have gone to schools throughout the UK, um, which is making a massive, massive difference. And I'm incredibly grateful for all the agents, for suppliers and anybody who's, who's got involved because it is making a life changing difference um, to people. Um, so, yeah, so, you know, that's for Sam um you know that's, that's for Sam yeah I, and that's, I think, I think that's sometimes the having um a focus you know and trying yeah just to move forward I think is a, that's outside of work I know it's kind of vaguely work re related but it it, it, it is it's, as you say it's for Sam which that's, what a legacy yeah um so just does go I just wanted to ask you you've got three boys and we were talking about this and you know a it's so important that men are part of this conversation that you know women are equal and hopefully there will be a point in 20 years where this is no longer a conversation because there's equality and we don't need to you know just so with your boys um you know that must be that they've lost their mum now but what how do you teach them how do, how how do they you know how do they view this? How do they get through this? I mean, how it's it's just it's difficult, isn't it? It's it's hard, and they're all very very different. 
So I think my oldest is struggling the most. Um, my youngest, who was closest to Sam, uh, who I didn't know, um, has just been incredible. And he was the one who I thought would struggle the most. Um, my middle son keeps everything to himself. So trying to get anything out from him is really, really difficult. Um, so I suppose it's about me, in a way, understanding and then understanding and showing them that we are going to have good days and we're not going to have some good days and it's accepting that you're not going to have a good you're not going to have good days um i'm now in a position where uh, um i want to go out i want to live life um a bit more i don't want to stay in um life's too short you know, Sam taught me, you know, everything that she was ill for 10 years. So effectively, life stopped for 10 years. Um, you know, Sam wrote a very, she wrote us all letters before she passed away, um, giving us strict instructions as to what we should do and what we shouldn't do and who I should be with and who I should I think be I would with. have liked Sam. <laughs> <laughs> And and what and what sort of person? Yeah, she was she was an amazing, amazing lady. She was um she was inspirational. Sam, when we got told, I think about five years ago, maybe six ago, years ago, that she was terminally ill and she only had um eight months to live. Um four and a half years later, she was still going strong. Um she didn't want she she literally did not want to give up and a ecologist would you know, he was a very eminent professor and he traveled around the world and he'd say, I've got this patient and um, she's on the same treatment as everybody else. And I've got absolutely no idea how the hell she is still here. But it was her mindset, um, yeah. you know, and, and when she was on her bed, I said to her, you know, how, how do you keep this mindset? How do you keep so strong? And even literally her last, I mean, the last week, I did get help and I had a night nurse in and um, I was sleeping on the sofa and the first night the night nurse came in, she literally called us up at 6.30 in the morning and she said, you know, you've got to go and say your goodbyes now. Um, and then an hour she was still here, she wasn't going. And then the night nurse went and she said, sorry, I thought it was going to be the last breath. And then she came back the next night, she was still here. And then on the Wednesday, literally, I, and I've got still got no idea to this day, she tried to get out of bed. Okay, <laughs> Now, there's no way she could get out of bed, but she tried to get out of bed. And I tried to get her back into bed. For 20 minutes, I could not get her back into bed. She That's was so strength, strong. That's strange. You know, that's, so, that's you know, strength. She she didn't want to go anywhere. And I just take, you know, for me, um, it's a mindset. So, you know, I just, Sam was so strong and had such a positive mindset that she wasn't going to let it go. So, you know, if I, you know, I had COVID a couple of weeks ago, that's nothing. You know, that's yeah. nothing to what Sam's been through. It doesn't matter. So, you know, I'm empowered by her, the strength that she's shown, you know. And do you um, think your boys are empowered um, by, by, by her strength as well? I would like to think so. Mm -hmm. um, How old are they? I think it's 22, 21 and 17. Um, so, but hopefully, you know, they can see what I'm looking to try and do um and the difference you know that everybody's trying to make with the uh, laptops the schools 
you know that they're proud i'm you know i know they're proud of them you know their mum and i tell you what the hardest thing was actually um and you talk about making decisions we decided not to tell the boys that sam was terminally ill until six months before right okay that was that was hard that's a big decision isn't it that's yeah yeah. um was it the right decision ultimately at the end i think it was because i think the kids wouldn't have led their lives how they led their lives and wouldn't have had the opportunities they had if they had known because they would want to be with their mum yeah you know having decisions like that so you know the hardest thing now for me actually it's like if they have girlfriend troubles. So you yeah. always used to go they always they always used to go to their mum. And you know, you know, Sam Sam I was with, we were together for 30 years. We were married for 27 years. Um so I just look I am incredibly grateful that I had that amount of time with the most beautiful lady. Um I really I really was. Um, and then as per Sam's message, um, you know, there are now going to be, you know, some really good times ahead and that will be with somebody else. Um, and they will have her as a role model and you as a couple as role models for them. So, you know, you, again, if you're a good person and you're leading by example and you can it just resonates through you to have amazing Sam was, then those boys will, yeah, they'll just, you know, have that in them one day. It will be ingrained in them and the, as they grow up. <sighs> I always get a bit emotional speaking to you, Stephen. I know. It's, it's, it's quite tough. I don't know how you get get through it, Stephen. Um, because I've got the support of amazing people. Um, you know, and one and one of the things that I've learned is it's it's really good to talk to people. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've it's it's hard having this conversation. Yeah. Um very hard. But you know, if it can help any anybody watching this that's going through. And the thing I've learned is that so many people are going through this, going through challenging times, but they don't talk to people. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're one of these people in this um, Women in Property group, yeah. please reach out. Reach I, the out more you have, talk about it, yeah. the, the, the more people will it, reach. And, and, it, and it does bring it right back to, you know, this, Lucy Noonan is fantastic at doing this because she's, she's just brilliant. herself and she's part of the group. And she really lays down the good, the bad, the ugly. And yeah. a lot of us would never do that in, in, in a public space like LinkedIn. And you've also got all the trolls. And it's so lovely to be able to feel like you can be yourself in a place where you're not going to be judged or you're not going to be you know trolled or um and i think it brings it right back absolutely the learning of the day and from you is just talk because bringing this conversation talking about the challenges that women face and and we do face challenges in 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 business um so just bring them on the open having the support of of people like yourself just saying look this this is this is what you need to do and be open talk about it and as you said have that mindset that you can achieve and that's massive because you know, even with my daughter, we're choosing secondary schools and they said in a, in a, with boys and girls in a classroom, the girls will never say the answer in front of boys. The boys don't mind putting their hand up and being wrong, but girls just don't say anything. And it's just about 
bringing that conversation, talking about, and, and in the most positive way, talking about these challenges so that we we'd come to a point where that there is, you know, complete equality and we don't have to shy away from talking. 100%. And in your group, you're in a really safe environment. Yeah. You know? So I would say share share your challenges, share your issues mm -hmm. um, and get the support and the aid and the advice and the guidance that you need. Um, because, you know, you, you're both exceptional role models. You mentioned Lucy. You know, we mentioned Sarah, we mentioned loads of fantastic people. There's loads of people that on your platform that I'm sure are going through stuff or are suffering. Please, please, please don't suffer in silence. And also please get, get a mentor. Please, please get that support. Yeah. And get a mentor because that's another thing. It's, there's the, 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 the fact that we can go and get a mentor now is, is absolutely brilliant. It's, prob it's probably worth noting that with Agents Together, there's no charge, is there, for... People that want to uh, would no. like a mentor completely free so, for six um, months. It is free. Yeah, you get an hour every month for six months. Um, we have now, yesterday, we reached five hundred and two mentees. Wow! Um, and I think we've just got under um, about two hundred and ninety mentors. Um, so it's most probably about fifteen, sixteen thousand of hours of free mentoring that's going yeah. out there. And, that, and that's incredible. It really is. Um, so, again, you know, there's some phenomenal people um, that are both mentors and mentees yeah. that, are, that are out there. So, yeah. So, please, you know, again, if you need support that way, um, speak to agents together. You've got Sam Offley, Vasilla Black of um, matchmaking of property, <laughs> who, will, who will help find you a suitable person. And Sarah, who I just think is absolutely exceptional. Um, and, and runs it brilliantly she really does agreed thank you Stephen it was so wonderful it's to talk to you it's been fantastic talking to you Stephen thank you so much for joining us no thank you for having me as a as a guest and again you know if there's anybody that needs some help they're very welcome to get in contact with me and I'll happily help them or point them in the right direction with anything they need that's, that's really kind thank yeah. you Stephen thank you, thank you. Bye. bye bye bye